So the topic is the silent treatment? Exactly. Got it. Got it. Giving someone the silent treatment, yeah. which is not fun for the person for the person receiving the silent treatment. No, it's not. It, it feels, I will say, delivering the silent treatment feels like, um, it feels like you're really getting them. But it like never, you're, you're, like, like you're somehow vindicating yourself. Not vindicating is the wrong word. It feels like you're, uh, you're giving them their just reward. Um, but it also isn't good ultimately for the person giving it either. Right. It's not good communication practice to yeah. be stonewalling someone. So let's just take a step back and define these terms. Sure. So the silent treatment is basically what it says, right? You're basically in the event of being angry or upset or experiencing some other high emotion, negative emotion. Of course, when you're happy, you might not necessarily do this, but it's really in the like the negative context of being upset or angry with someone or not, but just being around somebody who might inquire as to why you're feeling that way and you don't say anything. You're right. silent. I mean, I feel like we've all done it. I certainly of course. have. Yeah, of course. And I've been have. on the receiving end as well. Yeah, I, I think of it as yeah. uh, a situation where uh, I'm so angry at the person or uh, so frustrated, whatever the case. Or disappointed. Disappointed that they don't even deserve to hear me speak. Right. They don't, it doesn't gain yeah. a response. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That, that I'm just, the best punishment I can give is to withhold everything. Yeah. Yeah. And remember, like, even when we're not communicating anything, we still are. Totally. Being silent is still communicating something. And that's testament. Yeah. The silent treatment is testament yeah. to that. Very Particularly this deliberate. I mean, um, there are people who are quiet, <laughs> right? And yeah, the, right. the people who... Uh, just don't talk much. Mm -hmm. um, this is, in this case, this is a very deliberate action where you know the person is expecting you to, to say something. In fact, they're probably trying to elicit a response from you and you're deliberately shutting not them saying off, anything, right? Not saying, yeah. you're, you're stonewalling them. You're right. putting a stone wall up right. between you and the person. Exactly. So. Yeah. so, okay, so we can talk about maybe how the other person might feel, right? The person on the receiving end of, on the other side of the wall. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Not good, right? It's not, it's, it, it's, it's super frustrating. Very frustrating. Yeah. Cause you want, when you're, when you're the one speaking and, and wanting the response uh, and you know that they're deliberately withholding, it's, it's one of these things where you know how you know you have no control over it, yeah. right? There's no way you're going to get them to talk. And in fact, the harder you try to get them to talk, the more res resistant they'll become. Exactly. <laughs> the deeper entrenched they become in their sort of position of silence, their you know internal solidarity. Yeah, and I'm laughing, but honestly, it's not a fun. It's not fun to experience it, it at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you see it at all ages too, right? Of yeah. Um, I think kids, yeah, kids to learn to do it. Adults. At probably somewhere in, I don't know, first, second grade, so they start to pick it up. Yeah. And then it basically continues for a long time. For most people, it continues their entire lives. Right. And again, it's not something that we really want to lean on when we are frustrated. And it's not a great way of expressing anger or frustration or whatever other emotion it is that you're grappling with at the time, because it doesn't get to problem solving. It doesn't get to the bottom of what the issue may be. And I think more importantly, the person that you're doing this to will definitely take offense. 
Yeah. And it's not, it's and not get even, angrier and angrier. Right. And that will just escalate things and it will just throw things out of proportion. Um, trust me, I'm telling you this from experience. And oftentimes it might not even have to do with the person that you're stonewalling, right? Mm. It could just be, you know, let's say, okay, let's say I'm at work and I had a rough day and I come home and I, I'm, I'm stonewalling Greg, let's say, right? But it has nothing to do with Greg. Yet somehow Greg might take offense to that because That's I'm yeah. not... That's true. You know, telling him what's going on or whatever that might be. But sometimes it does have to do with the person. Other times it doesn't. But again, it doesn't problem solve anything. Yeah, that's a really good point because in your in your example, you come home from work and you had a bad day at work. You're just you're so fed up with the world at the moment yeah. that you don't want to talk to anyone. And so right. uh, your uh, your partner comes to you and says, "Oh, how was your day?" And, and you, you're silent. You're silent. You don't want to. You don't want to say anything about it. <laughs> yeah. The apartment of course, your partner is of course going to immediately assume, or your friend, whoever it is, or parents, uh, parents, parents, totally, Yeah, they're going to immediately assume that they did something wrong. So right. uh, the the this what the one thing the sound treatment does achieve is it says, I'm in a bad mood. Right. I'm I'm pissed off. I'm yeah. somehow uh, not myself. Right. And. The problem is, in most cases, the person who's receiving it is going to assume that it's something they did. Right. right. But it doesn't direct the source of the frustration. Right. It doesn't tell the person who is. It, it, and, and that's the second know. part. The, the, the mm-hmm. issue is, like you're saying, it conveys no information other than that. And so you're left the person receiving guessing. Uh, and the, the more silent you are, the more sort of frantic they become to know what it is that's keeping you silent uh, and why you won't respond. And so their anger levels are going to escalate. Yeah. And as they get angrier, they're going to sort of, uh, it's going to be this sort of negative feedback loop where you guys get more and more frustrated. Entrenched in yeah, yeah. those negative emotions. Yeah. So let's talk about the two sides here. So on the one hand, you have the person who is performing <laughs> the silent treatment. And on the other hand, you have the person receiving it. Mm-hmm. So on the on the receiving end, we actually have a video lesson about this, and it's linked below in the description box. So definitely check it out. It's all about what do you, how do you get someone to sort of open up, right, and stop giving you the silent treatment. So one of the things is really shifting the paradigm in that what you're doing is you're asking them to open up so that you can help them, right? So it's changing the narrative a little bit, even if it has to do with you, right? You're telling them, look, I care about you enough that I want to help. And if you don't talk to me, how can I help? Right. Right. So there's two different. That's sort of the key. That was the key phrase of the video, right? Exactly. It's in a nutshell. uh, If you don't open up to me, how can I help can you? I help you right. So it can be phrased as a question or a statement. If yeah. you don't, if you don't share with me what's going on, I can't help you. Right. So you can choose whether to give a declarative or ask a question. And what I like about that is um, it's different than saying, tell me, uh, what's wrong? tell me what's, what's wrong, wrong. Right. Yeah. That by saying, tell me what's wrong. You're essentially, you're, you're saying you're, you're, you're kind of compelling them to, to reveal information, right? It feels like a demand. Yes. Whereas the way you phrased it, mm-hmm. uh, I can't help you if you don't tell me. Exactly. It's not a demand. It's just, it's a conditional, right? It's saying, 
um, I want to help. And until I have more information, I can't do that. Exactly. So it's on you. It's giving them the choice, yep. right? The person withholding, it's giving them a choice to, to divulge yeah. in order to make themselves feel better. Right. And again, it really it comes down to trying to help the person. Now, it could very well have to do with you. Maybe you are the root cause of, of their, their giving you the silent treatment, in which case... You as the receiver. Exactly. It'll give you an opportunity to change your behavior or explain something, elaborate on something, a comment, something that was said in jest that they took to part, whatever it might be, a, a, an assumption, a misassumption, uh, you know, an assumption that was not really the case. But um, on the other side, right, mm. with now let's talk about the person who is actually giving the silent treatment. Yes. What do you do in that case? So instead right. of giving the silent treatment, I, I would say the, the most important thing is recognizing that by remaining silent, nothing is going to get solved, right? Uh, yeah. Knowing that you may be relishing in this power you have over the, the, the person you're delivering it to in that uh, you know they want to hear from you and you're not giving it to them. But that's kind of like uh, losing your temper. It feels so good in the moment. And then you immediately regret it yeah. and you're embarrassed about it. And the sound stream is a very similar dynamic, I feel like. Right. And there are ramifications, right? There are consequences for that behavior. You know, eventually the person's just not going to want to find out what's happened, what's, true. what's wrong. Very true. They're just, you're going to keep giving the silent treatment. And guess what? You know, you're not going to get to the bottom of any, anything. And they're not going to give you the light of day if all you do is give them the silent treatment when they just want to help. Yeah. So I think the most important thing in that moment, right, if you're the person giving someone the silent treatment is recognizing this recognition of, okay, I'm not ready to talk to anyone yet about this. I need mm. maybe like a five minute, 10 minute cool down period, mm. right? Let's say you did come home from work and you're super frustrated, whatever, whatever. You have that space and time to just kind of diffuse the situation that maybe you've built up in your head, maybe not. And I think the second thing is to, to, to voice that to the person, Right. Well, yeah, I, I would call that one thing, which is you, you recognizing it and, and and making sure that the other person is aware. Right. Because one of the things that might be happening in your head is yeah. you don't know. Like I like the word they use, recognize. Yeah. Because you don't necessarily know that you are delivering silent treatment. Right. In your head, there may be so many voices going off, uh, yeah. and there's you know total chaos up there, and so in your head, everything's cacophonous. It's loud and um, <laughs> silence is the last thing that you think you're, you're doing, but from the receiver, they can't hear what's going on in the head. Unless so, you voice it. Unless you voice it. So, so recognizing is important. Yes. And, um, so maybe it is two steps. Uh, yeah. Recognizing it, recognizing it and then and expressing then disclosing it. it. Right. And right. you don't have to disclose it to the very, you know, core details. You can simply say, look, I had a rough day at work. I just need a minute to sort of decompress, but I will, you know, chat this through with you afterwards. Yeah. Or if it's about the person, you might say, look, I need 10 minutes. Um, I need some time to think about this. I need yeah. some time to- I definitely do want to talk about it. I'm just not ready to talk about it yet. Yeah. That way the person either knows that it is about them and they, you know, you, you need to open up the dialogue there or it's not about them and then they can, you know, take take a breath. Yeah. Um, otherwise it's just, it's these cat and mouse games, right? And we don't like playing games. Um, those never really turn out the way that you maybe. Well, people might like to play them, them, but they, they don't work out well. 
I'm yeah. saying we at, on our on, on our channel. Yes. Yeah. But I think yeah. you're right. People, I guess that's why they call it a game. <laughs> After all, a game is fun, right? Yeah. It's like certainly what we what we found is that it just doesn't work. Yeah. Life is, you know. Life is too short for that, is, right? Exactly. Yeah. It's like yeah. you know what you want. If you don't know what you want, you figure out what you want, and then you. With plan so information is very powerful. Part of part of why we start the channel is because communication is about in some in 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 part it's about the transmission of information. Yes. Right. Transference and of knowledge, transference, which is why it's so powerful because knowledge is power. It is, uh, but it really is. <laughs> and and when you have more information than the other person, you're at an advantage. Yeah. It's and a power play. It's a power play, and you can feel that. And when you play games with people, the sound treatment being one of them, that's 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 essentially manipulating your part it's exploiting your advantageous position uh to to um put them down exactly and that's not really a dynamic you want with anyone well, it's not healthy yeah it turns into something it, it's toxicity in the yeah. relationship and stonewalling in the relationship really won't allow the relationship to grow and to flourish and not every relationship is meant to grow and flourish but at least you'll know whether to keep it up. And I'm not talking about a romantic relationship per se. It's any type of relationship, yeah, a friendship, a, you know. But oh, I mean, I feel like friends, I've, I've definitely mm -hmm. given friends a sound treatment. Friends have given me a sound treatment. I think it's even, I would, it's certainly as common among friends as it is among romantic relationships. Right. I mean, there's that term, right? Ghosting. Ghosting is essentially right. a long-term, uh, definitive, terminate, uh, you know, terminating the 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 relationship right, right? right. whatever capacity it is in. The ghosting is like ghosting. the ultimate yeah. ultimate side the ultimate. <laughs> but you know what's different about ghosting is that ghosting you uh, disappear right and, right. and there, you, there's you no response respected honestly at a certain point whereas the silent treatment you know they're there you know they have the information and they're just not giving it to you right you know but up until a certain point right because at the end of the day someone's really going to get fed up right the person Again, on the receiving end, it's just going to be like, all right, well, I tried. Right. It's been weeks. It's been months. Yeah. It's been years. Yeah. Hopefully not, you guys, right? <laughs> so another um, interesting context for a site treatment is in a corporate context. Great. I love that we're going there. Yeah. <laughs> right? Because um, you do see it in the workplace as well, mm -hmm. uh, whether it's among colleagues, right? You may just uh, decide that... Mm, a colleague um, like has done something to annoy you. Yeah. And so in return, you're going to withhold information from them. Uh, you're not going to uh, keep them up to date on something. Um, you may uh, basically withhold information that, that would help them do their job. Right. And uh, that can also be very destructive, very, very destructive, uh, both to your relationship with that colleague but also for the company, yeah. right? A company, a, a successful company, one of the most important parts of a successful company is the quality of the communication between the people working there. Yeah. And so the silent treatment in, in a corporate context has almost a double whammy effect where mm. uh, it's, it's, um, it has a deleterious effect on the workers and also on the productivity of the company as a whole, mm -hmm. which can again create this sort of negative, negative, feedback, negative loop. feedback loop. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's it's something to watch out for there, uh, and and in some ways is 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 doubly destructive, and uh, it also I find that more so 
in in the corporate context, you get this sort of tit for tat type behavior, right? Uh, where if you do it to someone, they may well do it do it to you down the road as well, mm. right? And so uh, there's uh, there's sort of this reciprocal dynamic, a quid pro quo, a quid pro quo, exactly. Um, where, uh, yeah, you, you might get some of your own medicine down the road and you're not going to like it either. Right. So I, the point I simply wanted to make was that this isn't constrained to sort of personal and, and personal relationships. Uh, I think it applies professionally as well. Across different types of social interactions. I think that's a really good point that you raise there. And it, it sort of reminds me of the idea of um, passive aggressive behavior, mm. right? Because Silent treatment and and stonewalling is a form of passive aggressiveness. It totally is. Yeah. 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 In fact, I would say it's it's a it's a literal example of it, right? The, yeah. The silence is a passivity, uh, and it's destructive passivity. Right. Yeah. You're taking action very passively, and it's 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 a it has a noxious effect on everyone involved. Yeah. Um, and so, again, the problem solving is not there, which is what we want to really convey with these kinds of things so you can get to the bottom of it. Right, right. And so, yeah, I think what, what we've addressed now is, is um, sort of the two ways to approach it on, on either side, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, on the recipient side, um, and in most cases, I feel like the recipient is the one who's going to have their wits about them more. Uh, the, the, I think the goal is to- And why is that? Let's just, let's just say why. Well, because the recipient typically, uh, at, at least at the outset, is going to be calmer. Exactly. Right? They're going to be the in a better word. mental space. Right. Because, again, they're not, like, ruminating over what happened. or not, They're not going through. They don't have cloudy judgment at the time. Right. That's, that's what we mean by that. Okay. Yeah. So um, because of that, uh, they're probably the, the, the one that uh, has the best chance of, of resolving the situation. Resolved, yeah. Um, and so, so what we were saying is, mm -hmm. I think shifting the focus from give me the information that you have to, I, I want help? to help you. I want to help you. Right. And in order to help you, I need Some something the, to go the on. Details. At least yeah. tell me, you know, yeah, why yeah. you feel this way. Right. Um, and on a related note, we have another video about how to calm someone down who seems angry, upset, again, any other high negative emotion. And that's, to not ask the question, what's wrong? Are you okay? Right? These are dead end questions uh, mm. that really will escalate matters. It won't make the person feel loved, cared about, you know, that you have their back. Instead, it's really just going to maybe even force them to give you the silent treatment. Well, it certainly can aggravate them. It yeah. can aggravate it. Yeah, yeah. Um, we were on a ferry ride this summer and um, yes. we were enjoying the scenery. It's one of these lovely open air uh, ferries and we were going through different um, islands. And one of the uh, passengers uh, was with her mom and her sister and she was clearly really upset. And the mom really wanted to help. She didn't know how and she didn't know, you know, really what was wrong, but she kept persisting to ask her daughter for at least 20 minutes, yeah. what's wrong? What's wrong? Yeah, she kept saying, Why are you upset? Yeah. Are you okay? And, and, and obviously the mom wanted to help. Yeah, her intentions were pure, yeah. right? I mean, 
conditional, unconditional love from parents. Um, but the girl really, like the daughter really was not having any of it. it in fact, it was the, each time the mom asked, the daughter got angrier and angrier. And you could just see it in her face. I, yeah. I had my sunglasses on. I was trying not to, you know, stare. But it really gave me the idea of, of you know, maybe talking about this on the channel. And so yeah. we did. And, um, you know, she just stormed off. And she, I think she said a couple of expletives. And... She was on her way, at, you know. The, 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 the details don't matter. The point is, she, like, she didn't, she didn't want to engage. And the more she asked, uh, the more the mom asked, the further this this girl got pushed away. Yeah. Right. Um, and uh, I think that's that's an example of sort of what happens in the silent treatment too. The the harder you try and dig for information, the more the uh, the less likely you are to give it. Uh, and so again, changing the focus to to um, problem solving, problem solving to helping, right? To to being on their team, exactly. Uh, will 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 definitely help, exactly. And then on the on the deliverer side, and it's ahead. also giving them the choice, right? Because yes, they might yes, take time and space, but it, it diffuses the situation. It's not like you know probing them. Come on, tell me what's wrong. Tell me right. what's wrong. Tell me what's wrong. Instead, it's like, look, I'm here if you need to talk. That's all I'll say, right? I, I'm here to help when, you know, in due course, you'll let me know what's going on kind of thing. Right. Yeah, that's another good part of it. Um, not saying you need to tell me right now, right? We all need and time saying, sometimes. When you're ready, I'm here to help. Yeah. And I think that's actually what you got at in that video. Yeah. Uh, when you're ready, I'm, I'm, I'm here to be a, a resource for you. Right. Um, which I think segues nicely into uh, the person who's delivering the silent treatment, right? As you we were saying, the most important thing that that person can do yeah. is recognize that they are engaging in silent treatment. Um, and if they're not ready to talk about it, that's okay. Right. But making that clear to, you know, the person that's across from them so that uh, it gets, you know, it at least uh, gets across that I have something to tell you, just not ready to talk about it. Yet. Right. And it doesn't escalate things. Right. The mom really took it, uh, she was calm about it, but in another scenario, the person on the receiving end might also, you know, erupt in anger and then things will escalate further right. and right. The mom was kind of chill about it. Yeah. She was like, I would have made it a much longer ferry ride. <laughs> oh yes. 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 Yeah. But then when she came back, she was calm and the mom didn't ask again. So I think she got the message, but yeah, she should have followed exploring strategy. Yeah. I know. <laughs> And some of this might feel, you know, going back to the corporate context, might feel a little um, touchy-feely and a little too... Um, uh, like cheesy? Cheesy, right. Uh, and so I think if you're in that context, instead of saying, you know, I want to help you, what you can say is simply, look, you know, we have this objective as a team. Uh, these are our goals. Uh, we're trying to get there uh, as fast as possible. And deliver as high quality outcome as we can. Yeah. In order for me to do that, I, you know, I think it'd be helpful to have a little more information, context, context for how we can address this. Right. Yeah. Essentially, framing it not as I want you to tell me the information, and more so, we have a bigger mission here that's bigger than you know our own squabbles. Uh, to the extent that we can focus on that mission, and to the extent that you have any information that will help that mission, well, let's let's probably try and surface that yeah. so that we can take this company to higher, you know, greater higher heights. ground. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I think that's great. It really comes down to the situation and just knowing that you have options and choices as a communicator. 
and you are always communicating something, even in your silence. So just try to practice these strategies. Practice it when you are the person giving someone the silent treatment or are about to give someone the silent treatment, and also when you are on the receiving end. And go through the different strategies, find what feels you know like it's working for you, and add these strategies to your, your toolkit so that you'll be ready to use them when the time comes.